It's Wednesday, February 27th, 2019, and you're listening to episode 507 of Fear the Boot, a show about tabletop role-playing games and a little bit more. Recording time for this episode is one hour and five minutes. Welcome to Fear the Boot. My name is Dan. This is Wayne. My name's Chad. And this is Brodor. You do exist on a Tuesday. I do. I thought you sprung out of existence when we record on a Thursday game. So a close... Wayne has no object permanence. A, a (laughs) A close personal friend of one of my coworkers passed away. And we had to move some things around, so here I am on Tuesday. Yay, death! <laughs> okay, I was about to ask the question how you got a Tuesday yeah. off, because that's why you're Somebody literally had to die. Not yeah. on the recording, and yeah, somebody yeah. died. Yeah. So I'm sorry <laughs> to whomever that is. No, it's was. It's, it's, it's actually quite quite terribly tragic. Yeah. But if they can call on that person, line up a bunch more, like about 52 a year, then <laughs> that way we get you full-time, so... I mean, because really only the first one's a tragedy uh, after that. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a statistic. Right. But oh, a person gracious. dying is a tragedy. 52 dying is a statistic. Yeah, exactly. So that should no, be a t-shirt. It probably is. But yeah, to whoever that is that actually did lose somebody. I mean, obviously it is a serious matter. And I'm I'm glad to have you here, but I'm sorry that's what it took to yeah, make Yeah, no, my heart happen. goes out to her. It mm-hmm. really does. Yeah. So, all right, but. While you're here, we're going to take full advantage of you in the best non-negative episode way we can. Bend over. Though, speaking of which, I actually do still have a negative episode to drop. The Bad Dragon episode has not dropped <laughs> uh, you yet. You haven't dropped that yet? No, no, because we recorded two that night. I dropped the first right. one in January, and I've got the Bad Dragon one for February. So I'll be dropping that on Patreon here before the end of February. But, Brodor, you've got a topic for us, and apparently two things occurred in your gaming group. That to me sound like they ought to be related, but somehow they're not. So we gamed the this past Sunday, so just a couple days ago. But the uh, couple weeks before that, during our game, we elected to vote one of the players off of the island. Um, we had some pretty intense conversation. The decision was unanimous. Uh, and then after we spent about a half hour deliberating and determining that, yes, this player is going to get eliminated from the party, uh, we discussed who has to let him know, blah, blah, blah. All right. Now, obviously, we're not going to name this person. No, of course not. But no, no. I, is, and one of the guys in the group listens to the show. Okay. It's not the guy who's no longer. Right, right, right. But my question is, can you tell us why? Or is that something so, that's also too I, sensitive? And, and I have I have said this. If you go back in the episode catalog, I'm sure you can find me uh, essentially. I'm paraphrasing myself, but I, t- I take gaming very seriously. I'm, I may not be the most attentive player. I may not have the best notes. I may not what? be always Are you kidding me. I'm, I may not always be the most in character. But gaming is really important. Who the hell are you describing? Because it's not you. But gaming, it's important to me, right? Mm. And you've got to show up. And this guy in our group uh, was, oh, I'm sorry, guys, I can't make it. I have this conflict. I have that conflict. I have this conflict. I have that conflict. Oh, I have this other game that Sunday. Oh, I have this other game that Sunday. And it was a continuous issue. So so, this is a rewind. This is a once a month game, right? Yeah, once a month. 
I've got this other game on Sunday yeah. when you've got a once a month game. So, right. And it, it became a scheduling conflict because at the time, one of the players was an Air Force Reservist. He's a crew chief for an, an A-10. A- any which way. The, the point is, is that we had to kind of juggle and work around everybody's schedule. So eventually, me being me, I became pissy and hostile. And I was like, look, f- you guys, we need to determine a regular schedule. I propose, and just just to clarify, the crew chief's not the issue. It was no, but but occasionally, so the crew chief is why so, the scheduling so is difficult. One of one of one of the guys in the group it was was an Air Force Reservist. Another guy in the group is he goes to a lot of musicals, and he's got he's got <laughs> so do I, he, right? I know, but we're not going to get into that because then we're going to hate mail. So. Uh, my buddy goes to, he and his wife go to a lot of musicals and they have season tickets. And so between reservist and season tickets to the Fox, there was a lot of juggling of figuring out what weekend each month works. So I proposed, you know, here's what we're going to do. We game the first Sunday of every month, period. That's what we do. And if we're a person down, fine. We continue to game. If we're two people down, we hang out, we play card games, board games, whatever. We still get together mm-hmm. and we be social. So everyone's like, okay, fine. That's what we'll do. Things are moving along except for this other player. You know, there was always some reason I can't make it because of this. I can't make it because of that. You know, And some of them were reasonable and others were absolutely asinine. So I got to the point where a, a few weeks ago I was like, it. I said, look. I love you guys, and I understand that the things in your lives outside of the game are important to you. And I understand that it's just a game, and it doesn't mean that much in the grand scheme of things, but it's important to me. I have dedicated time to set aside to make sure that my house is clean by my wife's standards, which is way too clean in my opinion, but that that the house is clean by my wife's standards. We go to the grocery store. My wife buys a bunch of food so that she can cook dinner for you, so that she can make dessert for you. And this time is important to me. I understand that you have other things that matter to you and we need to prioritize. I get that. But- this is my thing, right? This is the thing that I want to do. And you guys are my close friends. You've been my friends for years. And if you're not going to participate in this game, then let's just not play it was the perspective that I was at. And it, you know, we bantered around a bit and it basically boiled down to the real factor was this one player. I want to ask just one question for this group. What was the longest stretch you went without actually gaming in a row? Like, how many games did you guys miss in a row? Three. Three over the course wow. of a month? I mean, that's a that's a quarter. Yeah, that's of hard. A year. Yeah, yeah, that's hard. Three yeah. three is the most that we had missed. For- so, yeah, this would be like, you game in January, and the next game is in May. Yeah. yeah. You flip your business calendar. Yeah, if this <laughs> is not an episodic game, like purely episodic. Yeah, like this week on Star Trek. Exactly. If this is not Star Trek, by May... I don't remember this game. I yeah, don't right, have yeah. any idea. Well, and it's and it's tough too because we yeah. 
drink a little bit, you know, and mm-hmm. it is this, it's, it's feng shui. So as I was describing to you as a dinner, it's very much sort of big trouble in little China meets Kung Fury. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. It's very, very big and comical. And, you know, some people are doing more than drinking and, you know, there's a, it's mm-hmm. very raucous, but we're still, we're still very serious. We're still very dedicated to the story. And this one guy, as much as I love him as a friend, just cannot commit. So we decided, you know, basically the unanimously and without malice, we said, look, we can't game with him anymore because we cannot rely on him to participate in the game. Now, the shitty part, and this is something that I didn't say to him, nobody said to him because I don't want to hurt his feelings, but in terms of being a gamer, he was clearly the weakest link any which way. You know, he was clearly the least into the game, least invested, the least invested into his character, the least invested into the story. But then on top of it, he was the least invested in just showing up and being there. And when he did show up, he was almost never on time. Those might not be unrelated. Yeah. I mean, if you're not invested in it, you're more likely to... Pick something else that weekend if you have two things. Yeah. If you're really invested in a game and something else comes up, you're going to drop the other thing. But if you're not into the game, I well, I mean, it, I think we're all different because this is a can, gaming is something we continually set time around. But I, I can see a lot of people being like that of I'll even broach something and take it a step further. I'm part of a group that's been together for years, right? Mm-hmm. And we game every, well, Saturday. Hmm. We used to be Sunday, we moved it. But we gamed every Sunday, every week. And Wayne's right. If you're not invested in the game, the, the chances for temptation are stronger. Right. There have been games over the course of the year that I have both run for this group and have been in for the group that, I'll be honest with you, I wasn't 100% invested in. But I was invested in the group. I was invested yep. in the people. Now, that took years, yeah. literal years to establish. But maybe this guy, and I don't know anything about him. I don't. All, all I know is what you have said right now. Maybe he wasn't invested in the game. Maybe he wasn't invested in the group. That's either. what I was going to say. Is there's a Facebook meme or whatever you want to call it that's floating around that I really like because I think it, it put into words something I'd sort of intuitively been feeling for a while in regards to some of the relationships in my life, and, and that meme said never treat as a priority someone that treats you as an option mm-hmm. yeah and i get that if you have competing plans you're probably mm-hmm. going to pick the one you like more and maybe this is just me but i think this is not just me and i think this really ought to be the general ethical or moral or social principle for most interactions the plans you go with ought to be the ones you made first i mean if we assume all things are equal it's not like you got a funeral come up or something right. You know, yeah, we, there's always exceptions. Right, right, right. Yeah. But if we yeah. just assume otherwise all things are equal, you ought to have enough decency that if other people have made preparations that this is when we're free and you've got somebody who's in the military and all these other things going on that are hard to schedule around and they're putting in all this prep for it and they're just going to drop that for anything else that sounds more interesting. I don't care if the other plans were more interesting. In my mind, I wouldn't even get as far as asking the question, how invested in the game are they? I think my issue would be, how invested are you in the sacrifices the rest of the people have to make 
in order for this social event to be possible. How invested are yeah. you in the group? Yeah. Here's another question for you, Brodar. When they did cancel, was it last minute or did always, you have a week uh, advance? Always or? last minute. Always. Yeah. Always last minute. Always day of. See, I could actually make an argument for someone who consistently cancels, but a couple of weeks in advance. People have busy lives. Things are always coming up. And maybe if your life is kind of hard and you got a lot of, yeah, he, kind he, of crap going he on. He doesn't have a job. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, like not have a job is in, oh my God, he's got, you know, no, he's, he's struggling or no, it's no, like, he has no he job. smokes weed and sits on his couch and watches Oprah. Plays video games, video games. In, as opposed to Oprah. But other than that, right. you've got it. Okay. So, <laughs> so here's, here's what's weird about the situation. One, I am the person who brought him into the fold. I had a regular. You're the bad guy. I'm ah. the guy. I'm the guy that said to her. You're the one who got chosen to kick him out. No. Whoa. So because they thought that I would handle it too bluntly. So here's what happened. I've had to kick out at least three people. I have been chosen to do it because they think I'm the one who will do it too bluntly. Right. So <laughs> that, because, that's what actually is going to be my advice for kicking someone right. out. Because you invite Chad to your group yeah. for a week, <laughs> and then you tell him, okay, as the new guy, we need you to write this email, and then never show up again. So 5th so yeah. Edition D&D &D comes out. <laughs> oh, and great game. I, Love it. I, I haven't played with this group of people in a long time. And so I call them up, and I'm like, guys, 5e came out. I want to run a game. I love you guys, and I, I want you to be part of this game. And one of the guys who used to be one of my paid gamers was, was like, well, how much does it cost? And I'm like, no, 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 no. no. It's just a this isn't, I'm Julia Roberts. You're Richard Gere. We are in love. This isn't a financial transaction. We are going to yeah. play for the love of playing. So we've got a group of people, and I'm like, hey, I'd really love a sixth person, a fifth PC, there's this guy, he's a friend of mine, I used to work with him, da 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 I want to bring him in. And my buddy, who mm. thought he was going to have to pay, was like, well, I don't like this guy for a couple of reasons, and you know, if you want to bring him into the oh, fold, then no. great. Oh, he warned you. Let's bring him into yeah. the fold, but here are some issues. Now, when I ran my D&D game, and we played yeah. consistently for... Two and a half, almost three years. This is the big political one. one. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, where yeah. basically it was, you know, it, sort of the, uh, it was a game about imperialism and political yeah. allegiances. Colonialism. Colonialism, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So. That, that sounded like a good game. Thanks. Yeah. So he was there. He was late mm -hmm. sometimes, regularly, but not too late. And he was there every game. So he was really dedicated to that game. When my other friend starts running his Feng Shui game, the dedication waned. Yeah. And so the initial thought was it was about the game and he wasn't yeah. into the game and it wasn't about He's a D&D &D player. He's not this hippie feng shui thing. Yeah, which is the feng shui game. I mean, one I've never played it. One person at our table is not into the campaign. Yeah. I'm having a blast. Oh, wait. I think I did. You play did it. it the last I did. Year yeah. Yeah. The system. The system sucks. It is a very different system. It, it just is. watching it's, it. I didn't play it, but I watched it. I love it. Yeah. But the was... point is, is that he he wasn't showing up, and it just got to the point where the guy who's running the current game started feeling bad because well maybe I'm just running a shitty game and this person doesn't have the respect enough to tell me I'm not running a great game no, and they don't no, want to you, show up and they don't want to play in this game. The fake guilt uh, I'm running a game is when everyone's on their cell phone. Right. That That's when you get the fake yeah. guilt. And, and I'll tell you, Game Masters... Put it down, Eric. 
<laughs> Put it down. I'll tell you what, Game Masters, if you look up at your table and everybody is on their phone, it's not your game. It's them. Yeah. It's not you. You're a rock star. These people are assholes. So, sorry. That was the first <laughs> thing, is that I'm not he, he was dedicated to one game, but not the next game. But then the other thing is, when we finally make the decision, my Richard Gear player was like, <laughs> well, I should tell him. And I was like, fuck you. I'll tell him, and here's why I'm going to goddamn tell him. And I just went through this whole litany of things, and the, everybody else at the table is like, Whoa. Mike, that's exactly why you shouldn't tell him. Yeah. Because we don't want to destroy our friendship with this guy. We just don't want to game with him anymore. And I was like, okay, fair point. I don't want to stop being his friend. So someone else in the group is elected to tell him. This guy, Richard Gear, mm-hmm. Richard Gear tells him, and then. You know, he's like, hey, here's why. Here's I, the case. Okay, hold on. Time out here. Let's rewind something. And this is why your group and you are a little shitty. Okay? So Richard Gear, right. as we're calling him, made the call. No, no, we all, we talked no, no, about no, no, it. No, 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 yeah. no, no. He made the call that this was going to be a problem player. Yes. And then you made him tell no, him. No, 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 no. Even if he, he volunteered, he, no, he no. insisted. He insisted. He insisted to be the one. I volunteered. Him. I volunteered. You didn't do enough to I stop volunteered. him. He should not have had to gone through that because he made the call, and, and, you're, and you should have jumped in front of that bullet. Well, well here's here's where you're right. <laughs> here's where you're you right. You are all shithead. I tried. You did. I tried. So you're less. And the rest of the group said, no, it's a mistake for you to do it. And none of the other group jumped in front of the Richard, bullet. They no. threw him under the bus. Poor Richard Gear. So how dare. So they? Richard Gear, <laughs> who is the most diplomatic among us, is yeah. like, I will talk to Shame. player X. And John Carpenter, because that's who directed Big Trouble in Little China. John Carpenter's <laughs> he's like the a, GM. Yeah, I he's got the GM. You. I got you. So John Carpenter was like, yeah, you go ahead and tell him. Richard Gear calls him up and tells him. And player X becomes indignant. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's not who I am. No. That's not what See, I do. And that's why John Carpenter <laughs> should have stood the fuck up. Because it was John Carpenter's game. Yes. Right. And because Brodor should not be doing it because they're right. You know, I'm going to be you, angry. You are angry. I, I will be angry. They were yeah. right. And actually, they're good friends for yeah. being able to tell you that. You're a good friend for listening to them. Richard Gere, No. No, you guys need to buy him a beer or a case of beer or a bottle of Which scotch or something. Which, ironically, Richard Gere is the one who always brings the beer to the, the game. Right. So, <laughs> we need to steal this Richard Gere player. Yes! He's, he's warning you. He's yeah. doing the no, two he's numbers for you. No, he, no he's, he's true. The beer. It's, it's true. Yep. It's true. It's like, you know, until recently, I thought my wife was the same way. <laughs> Too good for me, that is. So, anyway, Richard Gere <laughs> tells him. And player X is like, what are you talking about? Da, 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 da. So he calls up John Carpenter mm-hmm. and he's like, John, what the <laughs> f***? Da, 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 what do you mean you're killing my character off? Da, 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 da. And, 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 <laughs> and <laughs> so you guys are so <laughs> s***. You're kicking the guy out of the, ta- out of the game and then you're taking his goddamn character no, oh, and putting two in the back of his head. It was a metaphor. I was, it was just speaking <laughs> metaphor. Next to old yeller. <laughs> Holy <laughs> s***. You guys are stone <laughs> Cold. I was speaking stone cold. So, Richard, you, you know it's funny. Okay, so first of all, boop, you're out. First of all, I'm starting to lose the plot here. No, because, oh, I got it. No, because there are so many pseudonyms. We, we've got John Carpenter's running the game. I know because we, we have like half of IMDb in this game. 
and, but you know what's Richard f- Gere is the hero who is they just don't understand. Yeah, Johnny how, Wong is Brodor. Like Johnny and Wong is Brodor. Can the guy being kicked out be Kennedy because uh, he got shot in the head? I, uh, I no, he's old Yeller. They took him behind the shed and boom. I always think of Justin Bieber because you really want him gone. <laughs> but nobody's shot Justin Bieber. All right, but what's really running through my mind right now is it's not uncommon for movies to have revisions based on test audiences where they show a movie mm-hmm. to people for, and then they end up changing the ending of a movie. Yeah. Oh, it's too serious. Ended. It's too dark. Yeah. Or, whatever. Yeah. To, to fit more of the audience wants. Do you know what the original ending of pretty woman? Cause you guys were referencing that movie mm-hmm. a lot. Do you know what the original ending was? How it ends is when Richard Gere goes back to her house at the end of the movie, <laughs> he frees the gerbils and <laughs> she, you know, they'd like declare their love for each other and all this stuff. And she, she has this moment where she's like, you know, well, we have to figure out what it is that we are. In the original ending, he hands her an envelope of money and drives away as she's mm-hmm. sitting there in the street crying and throwing the money at his parting car. That's kick-ass. Wow. <laughs> wow. And they changed that because... She's a prostitute. prostitute. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm not saying... Look, th- there's no moral judgment here. I'm just saying the internal consistency of the story is she was a hooker he hired. Yeah. Right? And that was... That's the maybe not moral or whatever, but that is the purest stone cold, but she's a hooker, lawful, neutral, ethical ending to it. She's it's, a hooker with a heart though. Right. And, yeah. and so she, she as, taught a millionaire how to love. As I'm listening to this story, it's like, we're all upset about the fact that Richard Gere had to take the bullet and all no, I'm Richard thinking of, did not. Oh yeah. And all did, I'm thinking yeah. of is the original ending to pretty woman where he's like, well, here's your 10 grand or whatever. And, he just bounces. No, this is this is the 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 theatrical cut of okay. Pretty Woman so, here. So okay, so so he calls up John Carpenter. Group's kind of shitty. Yeah. It, well, no, the guy. Okay, you guys threw Richard Gere under the bus. No, because so, I'm telling you, I told Richard Gere I would do it, and John and Carpenter should you have stood up grown a pair. John Bro. Carpenter was willing to do it, but but Richard Gere, you never but, tell Richard Gere you'll do it because okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to the pet store and getting some drinks. <laughs> so, player X calls up old John, Yeller. Old Yeller calls up John yeah. Carpenter and is like, "What the." F- Right. So John Carpenter lays out all of the same arguments yeah. that Richard Gere did. Mm-hmm. And Player X still does not understand the seriousness of the situation. So in our game preparation group text, he texts and he basically says, I'm not going to say his name, I'll omit that, but he's like, hey guys, so I understand that you guys don't want me in the game group anymore. I'm sorry you feel this is not a priority to me because it is. I can only say that I'll try to do better in the future. No, you won't. You're uh, out. We killed yeah, the character. As, as, <laughs> as far as communicating my schedule conflicts, as always, the first Sunday is a day I've set aside for the game, even though I can't make it. I can do blah, 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 blah. So he basically apologizes and said, hey, if you can let me know. And then a few hours later, and this is where I start to feel shitty, Mm -hmm. is he texts, I guess what I'm asking is please don't take away the very little time I get to spend with you guys. Please give me another chance. This is gaslighting. He's been taking it away. So here's here's what I I say. I mean, it might be a fumbled attempt at saying, I'm sorry. Can you you give me a second chance? Up until that last comment, that's where I was at. was okay. Maybe it's fumbled. Maybe he's just made... Because, look, we we know... We're talking about an unemployed stoner here, so we're not talking about, like, the poet laureate. Well, uh, by the way, selectively unemployed. He's had jobs that he has walked away from. 
Right. He's not been fired okay. from these jobs. And I'm mm-hmm. stressing here, Brodor is the only person at the table that knows this person. Right. No, right. he Brodor gave a 100% accurate depiction of all the sides of the story <laughs> with no bias whatsoever. Right. But so stressing that everything that is about to come out of my mouth is pure conjecture right. based on patterns I have seen in other people's lives is typically someone who ends up in that situation has other baggage that they are dealing with. Mm-hmm. And so maybe there is something else. And, and heaven knows we've talked enough on this podcast about social issues and mental health issues. And maybe there's something like that figuring into this where up until that last comment, I was like, okay, yeah. maybe this person's got some depression or whatever they're struggling with. And that's why they're having trouble getting out and, and keeping themselves together and making a relationship a priority. My thoughts it, are stage of grief. He's just in bargaining. Yeah, until yeah. it got to the, you guys are hurting me by taking away this thing away when he's been skipping it. I mean, yeah, I mean, what he's doing is he's he is trying to engender sympathy yeah, by right. turning a, a certain emotional knob. And now he's not Machiavellian sociopath. No, I I'm don't. just I'm just dissecting yeah. the frog sure. here yeah. to explain the joke. He may not and even know why he's right. doing what he's doing. It's just he is, and he is doing that by turning the guilt knob right well and, and, and that's that's it's how, a basic yeah. life truth right everybody lies not everyone's a liar mm-hmm. everyone does abusive things but not everyone's an abuser right you know it's it's we understand there's a distinction between the act and the pattern so i'm not saying that this guy is like because once again i don't even right. know him so i'm not saying this guy's some horrible but we're gonna individual. judge it Oh, judge the shit out of him. <laughs> I'm just like we have in Richard Gere, even though we know, know right. nothing about uh, the, the man's story. a saint. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I've seen, I've seen these type of situations where somebody gets called on something, uh, and at that point, it's like a wake up call, and then they'll do something like this. Yeah, but they never fix it. Well, it's, it's like right. they'll do the begging to be let. Don't kick Sometimes me out. Sometimes people whatever. that are drowning, and I, I love my metaphors, but this is a real one. Sometimes people that are drowning lash out in ineffective or even dangerous ways yeah. because they're they don't know how to handle the situation yeah. it's, it's, it's called a blind panic for reasons. yeah and yeah. so maybe he's i, I don't know well, I said, okay I so so here's my read on it the guy has come back and while he has used questionable word choices i agree he has not come back and said you guys are idiots i hate you how dare you okay, blah yeah. blah blah no, no. so he has I come back that and he yeah. has He's apologized, although he kind of fell on his face, and he is kind of wanting to engender sympathy for you guys, for, for him, although he's you know maybe not handling it perfectly well. But again, he's an unemployed stoner. Okay. And yeah, sure. so what, what I, I'm going to tell you what I would do. Now, this is not me, Chad, telling Brodor, well, you need to go back to your group and you need to do this. This is just sort of my take on it, my hot take. I would say with the agreement of everyone else, you can come back into the group, and I wouldn't say you're on probation, but the motherfucker's on probation. You have to follow these rules, and only you these rules apply to. It's going to be unfair. You have to show up to every game for the next six games. You have to show up on time. We'll give you 30 minutes plus or minus, and you have to stay for the entire session. If there's anything else that he needs to address, like maybe body odor or something that you didn't tell in the story, yeah, throw that in there. But whatever. You I mean, need to it, use it, less teeth when yeah. you're uh, filleting the GM. Right. And I want you to agree to this. Not you, I'm just saying. Right, him. right. If you break the rule, one rule, on the last day of the probation, you're 
fucking out. There's no, well, I was good up until this point. None of that shit. You're on probation for the next six goddamn months. See, here's the situation that we're in. Yeah. But, so, and, and so, like, I, I want to come back and say, I don't know the situation. Yeah, this was just me yeah. talking out of my so, ass. So he's talked to John Carpenter yeah. after hearing the case from Richard Gere and John Carpenter. Mm-hmm. Old Yeller doesn't understand why he's getting put down. Right. So he texts in the group chat, and I just let him know. Mm-hmm. Not You did not get angry. Not angrily. And, and in fact, I ended my series of texts with, though I was and still am to some degree angry mm-hmm. because it's not valuable to you. It's not important right. to you. But I let him know that we reached this conclusion unanimously. It wasn't like one person made a case and swayed everyone. Mm-hmm. We all agreed. That's usually that, what I do. That, that we all agreed that this <laughs> is. Oh, I've game with you. I know. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I, that we all agreed that this was this was the right decision, and here's why it was the right decision. And I and I recognize that it hurts your feelings, and I'm sorry. I have no intention of no longer. You know, I, I don't want to stop being your friend, but this is not working out. So he calls me, and I have, I'm on. I'm literally on the road on my way to work, so I'm making a driving motion with my hand for the <laughs> nice. listeners. That's so, great for audio. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, right. Let so me stick this in there. I pull into the parking lot at work and. I've got plenty of time, so I call him. And the thing that sucked is that when he and I are speaking, he starts crying. That's how oh. upset and, oh. and well, hurt, I mean, yeah. and how hurt he is. And 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 I was like, "Look, you're a good friend. I like you. And if I need to bury a hooker's body at three o'clock in the morning, dude, I'll call you. But I, I don't want a game with you. Yeah, yeah. And that's and, and that's the, it. Yeah." But that's never worked for me in the past. Every person who I've been in a gaming group with that we have eliminated from the gaming group, I have always stopped seeing them, talking to them. And that's going back to the primary obstacle of organizing these games, particularly once you're past, let's say, high school or college age, or maybe that right past college, everyone's still trying to find their feet in life is getting everyone free at all. Right. And so oftentimes you game on the one time when everyone is simply available, period. And so if you cut gaming out, yeah, you stop seeing these people because that was your free time. Well, well, part of it's that, but also anytime you're telling someone, I don't want to engage in the social activity with you, feelings are going to be hurt. Yeah. I don't think it's possible to kick someone out of the group without feelings being hurt. Some people will get over it, some won't. And I, I think that there's a real danger here, though, of this thinking of, well, we are gamers, therefore gaming is important to us, and if you're a person where this doesn't work, the game is more important than our friendship. Oh, and that's yes. not what we're saying. Yes. Because you can switch gaming for any yes. social activity. Bowling, Going out to a bar. We go out and you grab know, a round whatever. of beers Golf. once a month. Yes. And you never show Anything. up to that. We have... Now, it, that maybe doesn't require the same sort of social commitment. You know, if it's a for, beer league trivia night, well, then maybe it does. It does. Yes. Yeah, or if it's a bowling league. Right. You know, so, but, I have a good example hey, of that. You, I, I don't roll on Shabbos. I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, but yeah, if, if we assume... Somebody, somebody, somebody made that joke, actually. If, <laughs> if we assume it was pure raw unstructured socialization we just go out for a round of beers attendance doesn't matter as much because yes it's hurtful you don't show up or it's hurtful that you maybe never make us a priority but there's no 
There's no skin continuity. off my back if you yeah, don't yeah, show up. Yeah, there's no continuity to it. It does not damage what the rest of us are doing because you weren't there. But if we have a bowling league or we're doing... Trivia night. Yeah, yeah. or you're this, doing... If this was a band, it would be worse than a game. Because, I mean, you could kind of paper over this guy's absence in a game if he's the lead guitarist. And what, what, what do you do? Yeah, you're out of the f***ing band. Right. That's what you do. So, we love you, but so, and that's the thing that's I mean, weird. unless it's a basis, then you just show any random, <laughs> right. you show any random audience member where the uh, C string is and just have them <laughs> pluck it every half I mean, note. I mean, a basis, they just don't even turn up the yeah, volume on the Yeah, you never hear them anyway. And that's where this is challenging because it does feel like a breakup where you go to the person that you're intimately involved with and you say, this is not working out. Because of this, do you know how many bassists are now screaming at us? By the way, <laughs> oh no, this this is a ongoing. They should learn to play drums. This <laughs> always, they'll always have a job. No, this, Every wow. band needs a drummer. This, no, this is fifteen years of joking in the running. Because one of my very close friends, probably the closest friend I have, who is not involved in Fear the Boot, is Jimmy, mm-hmm. and. Jimmy is a bassist, mm, right. and he plays in several rock acts. Plays a lot of C. He, yeah, and he's incre- He's very good. But I'm always making fun of him. That like Jimmy, if you ever need me to fill in, just just show me where either C or G is, and I'll pluck it in half notes. And there was one time where we were sitting there in church, and he was part. He plays in a bunch of like bar bands as well, but he also played in a church band. And I kind of started like walking for the stage and he like starts to take off the guitar. Like he's going to hand it to me. And I was totally ready to do it. Like yeah. I kept walking, like <laughs> held out my hands, like hand me get the guitar. And then yeah. he, he chickened out. He wouldn't do it. But, <laughs> but no, since this is me 15 years in the making of picking on basis, but it's like a breakup in that I don't want to be with you any longer for this litany of reasons. And the person you're breaking up with says, but I love you. Well, I understand that you love me, but it doesn't change any of these things, any right. of these reasons why yeah. I don't want to be with you in that fashion any longer, but I still love you. And so then our retort collectively is, well, we still want to be friends, but that doesn't work. It, it doesn't feel authentic, even if it is. Yeah. I get it. It doesn't okay. feel authentic. If you say, okay, we want to be your friend. I mean, it, but you are it, now excluded from our primary social activity. It can work, though. Oh, yeah, yeah it absolutely I mean, can. Dan, you left our group twice. Yeah, and, I, and <laughs> I'm not in it right now. Right. And obviously, we're still <laughs> hanging out just yeah. fine. And I'm not cussing at you guys. And, I mean, you, you know, you, there's a room in your house where you like write our names and oh, yeah. cross it out. But, yeah. you know, that's normal. No, that's we're, healthy. We're cool because we're gaming with him again. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, hey, I look at it this way. I get a Sunday, now Saturday group without Dan, which yeah. is great. <laughs> then I get a Thursday game with Dan, which is great. <laughs> I mean, it's a, everything's coming up, Chad. <laughs> so, so here's the real bitch of the bunch. So we haven't gotten to that yet. We get, we There's go more, through, we go through worse? all of this tense conversation of how me, can it get any worse? Me volunteering. Look around you, Ellen. We're on the threshold of now. Me, me, oh, we'll get there. What? Me volunteering to me volunteering to to put old Yeller down. And John Carpenter saying, well, you know, it's my game. Maybe it should be me. Uh, John Carpenter was right in that statement, and, but his failing was was that Richard Gear. Went to let. Uh, oh, but is Richard Gears the one to go put old yellow? We down? need. We need to do like. Uh, what's that? A GoFundMe <laughs> for a bottle of scotch 
for Richard Gere. So uh, <laughs> Bourbon County would be far. It's going to be like tequila, but instead I've got of a little meal, four warm, bottles. It's be a gerbil. I've got four bottles of Bourbon County in my refrigerator he, right he now. Would, I'll, I'll pay you for it. So here's the bitch of the bunch. We get through all of this ugliness. We determine who is going to make the call. And then John Carpenter, f***er that he is, takes out an index card, puts an X, a big <laughs> X on the index card, and puts it down on the table. And he's like, do you guys know what an X card is? <laughs> and my wife looked at me quizzically for a moment because she didn't really understand what an X card was. Yeah. So then John Carpenter, of all f***ing people, John, you know, the thing Carpenter, <laughs> explains to us what an X card is and how an X card is utilized. And does and, any of that have to do with the guy? No! Yeah, none of zero. The, none of the bullet points of why he left right. was... Zero, zero, zero. So are, Unre- it, completely, it, utterly unrelated. Okay. Unrelated. Hold, hold on, let me pause here for a couple side notes for the sake of the audience. For anyone who has not heard of an X card, we you're, did an entire episode. You're on it. lucky. Yeah, we did an entire episode. And what an X card is is there is a concept within. I don't want to say it's gaming. It's like gaming metaculture. Yeah. Where it doesn't even have to be a physical card, right? But you put some object, and and oftentimes it's what they call an X card, where you take a. Sometimes you print them out, or you can take an index card and just draw a giant X on it, and you put it in the middle of the table. And if at any point in the game a theme comes up or something is said or done that makes a player feel uncomfortable, they simply tap that card and that indicates to the rest of the people at the table that they are uncomfortable. All right. Now, we did a whole episode on this where I think I don't retract anything I said but I don't think I explained it enough, and I made some blog posts where, as a forum post, where I sort of kind of expounded to explain what my view on the X card is. Yeah. So I have real mixed feelings on it. I think my take on your view of it, then you can correct me if you're wrong, but read you the blogs can and listen me to this. If you're wrong. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> my take on your view of it is that the X card has potential, but it doesn't provide the GM the actual information the GM needs to yes. avoid the topic. Precisely. Right. It because, doesn't do... Because, it's not helpful enough. Right, yeah. And that's, that's my issue. Is if we presuppose that someone is sensitive enough on an issue that they can Let's not... take killing dogs, for Sure, example. okay. Killing a dog. Totally off the table if Wayne's in the game. Right, and so I go through a brutal description of a dog being killed, which... Wayne I, gets up and walks out the... Door. So yep. the idea is that Wayne would simply touch that X card, and I don't per se have a problem with that. Okay, and there are groups that use this, and I think in a con setting in particular, where you yeah. don't know the people, the people don't have social capital, you may have someone at the table who doesn't know how to express their concern. I think these can be a great tool for giving people a sense, even if the X card is never used, just knowing they have been given a microphone, so to speak, to express their concern, I think is a wonderful thing. Yeah, I've heard some stories where people didn't even know their own trigger. Yeah. That, they didn't know they had something until it came up, and or, they were at a con game, and they just hit it. Sure, or even if the player knew maybe somebody else at the table didn't know that they have a trauma related to such and such, and so they went headlong into a topic that upset somebody, and whatever. My, my concern with the X card particularly outside of a convention game, 
is it doesn't convey meaningful information. If you look at how much is occurring, particularly in the games I'm in, where you got people talking and there's side stuff going on and note cards flying around with, quote-unquote, the real game and on suddenly it. suddenly I reach out and I touch the X card. Well, and on top of that, if we assume that in a group you know, whatever we hit on hit you so hard that you couldn't even say, hold up, that's not cool. And it may have taken you two or three minutes. It may have taken me two or three games. To process whatever yeah. it is that made you touch that X card. And so my issue is I cannot help you right. if I don't know what the problem is. It's like, wait, we, and so we the just described not, a rape. There was torture. And, and somebody these animals yep. just killed four guys with a grenade. But well, I'm touching the X card because you're talking about tires. And my cousin was just in front of a monster truck whose tire blew up, which yeah. actually really just happened. He's in a coma right now. Wow. But Jesus. damn, Wayne. That's the kind of thing you have no idea of that. No, I had no idea until this yeah. very moment. Yeah, he actually worked on a... Uh, his passion is and monster trucks. A lot of the last two Skies of Glass games centered around tires. <laughs> it happened after that, but... Oh, well... Yeah, this was just... This just happened last week. He's a big monster truck guy. He wrote a book on monster trucks. He works on the pit crew. He drives one. And him and one of the other guys were seriously injured when a tire burst. Wow. You guys have no idea of that, and... Particularly, you just mentioned Skies of Glass. That's why I'm bringing it up. Right. If because that would have two games were about tires. If that would yes. have happened right before that game, you have no idea. Yeah. And, and Wayne's not. I'm not the kind of person that would actually be yeah. triggered and hit the X card. But you could see well, and, somebody having that. I don't even know it's even anything I would have heard. Like right. somebody could have handed you a note card that said something. So um, here's my point. Here, here's my punchline on not on Broder's punchline. Right, right. We'll get back to this. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, this is Dan's opinion. This is not here the boots opinion. It's not Chad's, Wayne's, Broder's. It probably is John's. We'll just go. It's definitely <laughs> Chris's. Except make it more offensive. That's Chris's. Right. But the point being, though, if an X card is what you want to do with your game, whether it's at a convention or at home or whatever, you need to do what is right for the comfort. And the safety and all the things of your table and your people, you know, know your group. And part of that is your group is not the same as my group. I am not bashing the X card. I'm not telling anyone not to use them. I am just telling you why I personally am not a fan of them is because I don't think, especially amongst friends, they communicate enough useful information because I'm going to have to ask you what it is that bothered you anyway. So we might as well start there. But once again, I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying you shouldn't use them, particularly in the context of a con game or a one shot or where people don't know each other or there's people at the table you know have a lot of trauma and landmines. These may be necessary. So do what's right for you. We can all game differently. And, you know, that includes I can game differently. So, so Brodor, right. how did your terrible group... This so so well, I, want to, <laughs> I want to know something else. I want to know something else. And I'm not going to editorialize this. Though. Well, I, I will. I said that, but I probably will. <laughs> what led up to that? Because your group has not historically used Zero. the X-Car. Because, again, Absolutely it had nothing to do with the kickout. Nothing. And, and God and knows, Broder. No, no, was he just it listening was, to podcasts and got the idea? From, it, it was from it, out of left field. You were the walking object lesson of why an X right. card might be necessary. <laughs> right? right? So if they've been gaming for years with you and never needed an X card up to this point... That's forget, what I said! Forget X, right? Brodor on the card. Yeah, just touch yeah. the Brodor card. Just, yeah, have an arrow pointing so, at Brodor. So, okay. So, so, so... He already has a list. I know, so, that's why we keep a list. So John Carpenter <laughs> goes through the explanation about what an X card is. Right, okay. And then my wife looks at me 
with complete and total recall of me explaining to her the episode that we had about the X card. Okay. And she's like, oh, that's what we're doing. So John Carpenter, <laughs> John Carpenter says, does anybody have any objections? And everybody looks around the table and then everybody looks at me. And I was like, well, I said, John, look, this is our house, mine and my wife's. But as far as I'm concerned, you're the game master. This is your table. Sure. And, and his if, presence yeah. doesn't hurt anything. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you don't want it, don't touch it. I if mean, you if you want to have the X card on the table, that that's fine. Then I think we should have it on the table because that makes you comfortable in you running your game. And I want you to feel like you can run the game to the best of your ability. Sure. And if this is an important factor in that equation, then fine. Now, the only part that insults me is that at what point in the history of this game group since the last almost three years of the D&D game and then the year plus that we've been playing Feng Shui, what possibly ever gave you the indication that we needed that? That's it's, it, kind of what would... It, I mean, I don't maybe know... he needs it? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that per se it would... Maybe someone asked for it on the side and doesn't yeah. want to come out and yeah. say it. Well, considering that... Is it possible this is why Old Yeller wasn't showing up? Because you guys were... No, goodness Christ, no. No, 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 no. I was wondering if you just listened to a podcast and heard the concept. Old Yeller Yeller would give me a run for my money in vulgarity. Okay. So, and this isn't just... I mean, is this maybe something where the GM just... Yeah, like Wayne said, heard the concept, got a wild hair in his butt. It's just like, boom, this sounds cool to me. Let's try it. That, and, and that uh, I believe is precisely what occurred. Now to play the, the devil's advocate here, it could, again, I don't know. And I'm just giving a counterpoint. Sure. It could be another player who has had a low key sort of slow burn light problem with something. Brodor specifically has been saying, the yeah, the only time. player at that table that she's married to me. Uh-huh. And so she's, <laughs> She's callous. And, you know, I see her eye right now where she punched you <laughs> right in the face. It's great. fucking stung, too. I know, right? Brodo's got this, like, red yeah, spot he on does. his eye. <laughs> I asked him what it was today at dinner. He's like, oh, that's where memory punched me. I'm like, nice! <laughs> he does. He has this, like, one blown-out eye. Like, he got a shadow run transplant it was a, it was a cord it, the the real story is a cord whip that got pulled I, out i i was taking the power cable to to plug in my phone to charge it the charger cable was under a radio power cable and my wife's phone charger and i tugged it and then physics occurred mm. and it literally thwacked me in the eye that hurt like a mother i all right so but but well, well, well my point is though real quick perhaps it is a player who has this low key slow burn problem? Yeah, and they had recently heard about the X card, and they're like, you know what? Maybe that's a solution to my problem. And even though it's not this huge deal, and then I'll go to John Carpenter, and John Carpenter's like, that's no problem. I'm I'm here to help. Well, and I'll, I'll put it to you this way. Which I, I'll go back to my central central point here, mm-hmm. which is whether I personally am a fan or not. Its presence is not. Harmful. Yeah, it, it I does mean, nothing. It's a, wrong. it's an object. Unless you have somebody who is hitting it like it's a red button every yeah, two. Sure, minutes. if you got somebody's playing drums on it, then you got a bigger issue. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's if it's just sitting there, it doesn't hurt. If it's not like if I was at anything convention, even our weekly or biweekly Scotties of Glass mm-hmm. game, if one of you guys walked in and threw down an X card and said, "I'm not playing around for real. I want this here." I'm not wearing a seatbelt right now as we record this episode because it ain't f***ing necessary. I do not need to be wearing a goddamn seatbelt right now, and so I'm not. Right. And that's it. 
I don't need a seatbelt. I don't need the fucking X card on the table. Well, and that's what you, made me mad. Let me ask you a question. And this is, I'm, I'm honestly here, I'm not like arguing. I'm, I'm just trying to unpack the idea. But if you were wearing a seatbelt right now, it's not as if the seatbelt would harm you. No, but it it would be it would it, it would be an annoyance. It's unnecessary, and I want to be free to get in and out of my seat at my leisure without having to unclap the belt. Okay, so I think I don't want to look at the seatbelt. Right, well, me. let me give you <laughs> let, let me give you a existence. Let me give you a a counter point, or because I love my metaphors and sure. whatever. You know, everything is like something else in my brain. That's just how my brain works, is everything is like something else. Well, what the, I think your reaction reminds me of is a reaction I had to something completely different. But years back, when I still had my dog, Pearl, who has since passed away, and now I have Charlie. And we need to talk about death on this episode more. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so with Pearl, she was perfectly harmless around people. Very patient with adults, very patient with kids. Uh, and I saw. I had absolutely no problem with Pearl. Pearl yeah. was a good dog, and I hate dogs. And I saw oh, lots of kids in particular antagonize her, and she just did nothing. She was 100% chill, except one thing, and it wasn't with people. If another dog, it was only a dog, she never had a problem with cats, birds, rodents, anything. But if another dog growled or bared teeth at her, bam, it was on. I mean, just zero to I'm kicking your ass that fast. If the other dog started, okay, now where I'm going with the story, Carl and I were looking at a, <laughs> y'all while Charlie's chewing his rawhide over there, so I apologize for the noise, but put him out of the room, he's going to make more noise. Carl and I were looking at going to some kind of like ranch or something like that. I don't remember the details. Bunny ranch? Yes. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> no, I, would, I wouldn't say thought about it, so we'd have did this if we were... <laughs> But no, all right, so we were looking to go into some kind of, like, getaway or something where it was dog-friendly and you could bring your dogs. But if your dog had a history of aggression, they asked that the dog be given an orange bandana to indicate that the dog was aggressive. Mm. And Carla was really pushing that Pearl ought to have to wear that orange bandana. And to me, that felt like... I cannot imagine Pearl being aggressive. Well, and that would... Okay, that was part yeah. of it. Is to me that kind of felt like one, you're unfairly demonizing this animal, and secondly, it's not just a thought in the back of your mind. You are asking me to label her with this like scarlet letter, where everyone with their dog is going to be steering thirty feet around me now. Where the point of the exercise yeah. is to have the dogs together, right? Playing and, and, and the people playing together and whatever right. else. I don't remember what all this place was about. I think it was like a ranch, a lot of horses, whatever it was. You know, and now suddenly it's like everybody's going to be dodging us because they think I've got some kind of rabid monster on a leash. And it's like, well, it is a pit bull, and they're vicious. And it's so. I mean, on the one hand, <laughs> no. so many pit bull yeah. people got angry. Pearl right was not a pit bull, so we're not going there, right? <laughs> and, but then you're going to get Larry saying, "But you're not defending pit bulls; that they're totally harmless." Yeah, I'm not even going to get. I swear, uh, pit bull people, pit are, bulls and vegans, <laughs> <laughs> they're the same. But <laughs> it was still, I, I think, what bothered me. I could do the same reductionist exercise I do with the X card. 
Is the orange bandana hurting Pearl? No, dogs mm-hmm. are colorblind. They don't care. Well, they're partially colorblind. Yeah, they're, they're not, not actually. Can colorblind. they see orange? I don't know. I they, they are colorblind only in certain ranges. Yep. I don't. See, this is how you derail them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see all shades. Yeah, which is why they're they're open to more of the models of Devastator's toy than wow. I. Am. Oh, it's gonna make a Transformers show <laughs> to follow up because they nice. don't they don't notice all the color shifts. <laughs> right. But the, the point being though that it's like you know is this bandana hurting Pearl? No. Is it directly hurting me? Eh, maybe in a certain way. But the- are you kidding? It's an asset. It's keeping other fucking assholes at this ranch away well, from you. I'm not saying you're wrong, but this is why I prefer staycations, <laughs> vacations. This is, why, this is why he wore an orange ascot. <laughs> yeah, this is hard wearing orange. He's like, I'd have, I'd have an orange dicky and bubble bath in my mouth. <laughs> But it still bothered me to think that, you know, why is this the thing, right? Mm-hmm. It, because it's right. it's like, if I come into Broder's house, he's like, okay, hi, Chad, hi, Wayne. Dan, you need to take off your shoes. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> and be like, huh? Yeah. You know, it, it's it, I get what you're coming from where you don't want to take it personally and maybe on some level, you know, and of course... The X card is table wide. I assume they didn't put it in front of you, though. I'd understand. <laughs> <laughs> I'd understand why they would. But now I know I'm getting Brodo for Christmas. Or they gave every, X card. They gave everyone an X card, but you. I mean, <laughs> but it does. I, I get where it. Okay, I'm not saying I agree with it, but I get where you could say, "What are you implying?" Believe it or not, in this game, I play. Karate cop detective Johnny Wong, City PD, mm-hmm. and I am so not myself. I don't say. Yeah, hey, you're the good guy. You're I, don't, I don't use. Guy. I don't use any vulgarity. I have never killed an NPC. I've never killed a bad guy. I don't. In fact, in one encounter, they freaked out because some bad guys were caught in this burning building that we were fighting in, and I could either a, a attack the big boss or b scale the scaffolding and attack a door to let the mooks out who are going to die in this fire. And I did that. And everybody at the table was like, what the f*** are you doing? I'm like, those are innocent men. I mean, they're not innocent, yeah. but well, they're hum- mean, they don't deserve they're, to be They're human killed. beings. They don't deserve to be be burned alive. It's ridiculous. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So any which way. But here's the thing. So... John Carpenter puts the X card out and I basically voice my, I don't think it's necessary. I will respect it. It's your table, whatever. So then, then reservist, you know, the A10 crew chief. So the reservist is like, the f*** is this? (laughs) So then, so then like every two minutes, reservist is like, (laughs) <laughs> so, be, so then john carpenter's got to admonish him and explain that that's not the purpose of the S- x card and then he's like i don't like this dialogue <laughs> so became like scene skipping <laughs> boring npc x card yeah, it's like the x- i don't card. like being admonished click it's like the X on a PlayStation controller. Yeah. Skip, skip. Yeah, exactly. It's so like then, it's like the X button so card. Then, oh, you missed. The X no, card's there for like 10 minutes after that. And then Reservist takes two coasters. Because, you know, I keep coasters on my game mm-hmm. table because I'm not a savage. And so... <laughs> you keep two coasters. How many people are in this group? Oh, we all have coasters. Oh, okay. I, have well, extra, I have extra coasters. They have a spare coaster now. That's right. Oh, that's so cold. It's it's like a beer landing zone. So Reservist Reservist takes two coasters and just buries the X card. And we're like that for the rest of the game. F***ing John Carpenter didn't even notice the X card was gone. 
Right. <laughs> the next game, I put the X card out because I respect his table. Sure. sure. And reservist <laughs> two, two coasters, right on puts it. two coasters, boop, right over the X card, never gets brought up. So everybody leaves, and I'm cleaning up, you know, empty beer bottles and food plates and things. Yeah. And my wife, she's like, why did you keep that? I'm like, it's important to John Carpenter, <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to keep it, and I'm going to have it available for him. She's like, why didn't he take that stupid thing with him? I'm like, I don't know, right. but I'm going to keep it. Because I respect him. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't though, hurt anything. Yeah, even though I think that it should be a huge, cavernous, just gaping, moist butthole that you shove your fist in because you're not getting enough nasty out of this game. That's what I want. And surprisingly, table. in that tirade, there was nothing on the wall that he had. <laughs> yeah, so we, we have to allow it. Butthole is on his list. No, yeah. no, no butthole is on the saw game list, so, not on the wall. As far as I'm concerned, until I am told differently, those lists are mutually exclusive. Yeah, they are. One list is a saw game. One list is a regular episode. They even have different keepers. Yeah. I'm the keeper of the regular episode list, okay. and Wayne is the keeper of the saw game. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, that's where I'm. That's where mm-hmm. I'm going. We still need to do the negative episode where I, as President Taft, do the State of the Union address. And a, I cover all of the things on the back of the skies of glass. <laughs> I'm not allowed to talk about it, Liz. I, you know, I don't think you can. Oh, we, oh I can. I'm capable. I, I don't doubt that, but I'm going to press the X card. <laughs> you just, I don't you have to move one. the coasters. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a negative episode. On a negative episode, we flipped the X card over to Wayne's card of more baby more. <laughs> Which Wayne did right on a card and put in the middle of a table once. I get where you're coming from. I, I get. I guess I don't know, but it. I think. I think you. You made the right decision of saying if somebody wanted it, we'll respect it and play along. Yeah, I mean, my wife's not into choking me, right? But she recognizes that that's important to me, so she does it. And yeah, she's uncomfortable. And yeah, every time I have to take her hands and squeeze them tighter. And when you know we're finished, she's concerned about how blue my face became. But the point is, she you know, loves with your me. red eye, that really sells the entire show. She <laughs> loves me and respects my kink. Mm-hmm. Okay, you need to end this episode now. <laughs> yeah, I I'm do. Hitting the X- <laughs> I <didn't> work, yeah. <laughs> Every key on the keyboard right. is an X. <laughs> I just love that idea of being so petty. It's so vindictive, <laughs> passive aggressive, passive aggressive. Like here, everyone roll initiative. You know, I rolled a two on my initiative. <laughs> oh, no. He did. It was so brilliant. They called me. I was kind of overweight, and they called me slow mo in high school. Yeah. I don't like yeah. being last. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did an episode on that too. Oh. We actually had a weapon, an episode called the Weapon X Card. The Weapon X Card about yeah. people that abuse that. Yeah. So. Anyway, all right. I think that's where we're going to wrap this one up. So, either final we, judgment. My, I think we should go around the table and do a final judgment on his group. On on his group on their actions. Um, I think everything's beautifully dysfunctional. That's fair. I think. I think if it, if they were to get any better, it would be less interesting. Yeah. My final judgment is they all deserve each other, except for the one guy that we need to steal for our group, Richard Gear. Yes, my the rest of them deserve each other. My judgment is uh, you are all. Sh- people except for richard gear you need to buy that man a beer 
So I don't think that that. What's is... Richard Gere's take on the X card? Richard Gere probably embraced it because he's a good person and wants the uh, John Carpenter to be happy. Yeah, that's ex- exactly what Chad said. Boom. That's exactly because yeah. uh, that's who he is. You need to uh, get that guy he's on a... the mics here to replace you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> fuck. Right. He can play Bartley. Yeah, oh, he'd do a better job too. <laughs> he has a feminine side. It is, it is gaping and glazed. But <laughs> I told you you needed this episode. I tried to, you dumbass. You told me to drag out. What is so, this my okay. show? No, I was in the, I was, hey, I was hey, in the hey. lead up to thank you for tuning in. in. The You're like, in the, no, we need to. F- and talk more. I'm hitting the X because I don't want to hear Chad's hypocrisy thrown back at him. Rotor <laughs> string again. In the in the past, in all seriousness, this Barbie I, hasn't dropped we just, Bob enough. We just <laughs> we just would have ninja fired him, right? Yeah, and and not addressed well, the issue at all. We just would have you know made right. some bullshit. Would have ghosted him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's that's way shittier. You just make plans and don't tell him. Yeah. Now, so here's the thing. Should we have had him come to the next game session and then as a group did an intervention and then no, fired him? No, that's really uncomfortable. Yeah, so then so then the question becomes, who's the person that delivers the news? Hey, okay, let yeah. me ask you one question. I then. wanted to deliver the news. Okay, Sorry, you want to know, I'm, I'm you know how, you know what I think you really should have done? What's that? Okay, so this is... I do, legitimately. Because I kicked somebody out of our group about a year ago, and this is what I had to do. And because I had kicked multiple people out of groups before, and I was always the one who either drove it or I was the one who, because I'm me and I'm loud and uh, rolls off me, I was the one who was voluntold to do it. And so it was all me and all on me. So what I did is I organized it and I said, listen, this is our problems. Does anyone have anything to add? And other people would say, well, I don't agree with this one, but I I think this one. And so the consensus came together and we made, like you said, your bullet points, you made your list. Then I said, I am willing to write an email kicking this person out, but we all sign it. And I will put in the email that we, this is a decision we are all making. And that before I send it, each of you are going to read it. And each of you are going to send me an email saying, yes, Chad, do this. And that's what I did. And so we did it together as a group. So if we were wrong, we were all wrong. And if we were right, we were all right. Brett, I do have one question. Because it, it sounds like, and after this, we really are going to wrap this show up. Because it sounds like your issue with this guy was he was somewhat checked out of the game, maybe a lot checked out of the game. But... Your primary beef was was attendance, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. So had anyone talked to him about this? Yes. This was not... Then, as far as I'm concerned, you guys were fine. Yeah, Yeah. no. no, If if Get Out was the first mention of it, and the only offense was not being fully invested... I'd be like, yeah, it's probably a bit of a... Yeah, yeah no, he, he had had his second chance. In fact, the whole we game this day of the month was specifically designed because we knew, look, y- you, old yeller, need some f***ing structure. So this is the day we're going to game. But I personally had taken him aside and then were like, dude, you got to f***ing be on time. You've got If this game matters to you, f***ing be here and be on time. 
Yeah. And something you had just suggested, I just want to say, is a horrible idea. You said, uh, do you bring him in and have the conversation? Oh, yeah. No, I would never do that. In a monthly game, if you actually did that, you've now wasted that whole month because that's going to be a horrible session. Because everybody is going to be in a bad mood. It's a gang up, too. It's it's a gang up. It beats him up unfairly. He has no one on his side. Would you want to be in his place? Yeah. Uh, no, you oh, wouldn't. No, and, and no. If the group is wrong in any way, then he has no recourse because it's one person arguing against twelve angry men, and yeah. and you're done. And that's why we and that's why we handled it the way. Yeah. I mean, I when I when I suggested you do it that offline, I, do yeah, it. no, yeah. I was I was absolutely just being hypothetical. Right, There's right. no way that I would I would no. do that. No, you never. have to pick somebody. Anyone listening to this never yeah. do that. You yeah. have to find somebody in the group. Yeah. And then that person has to be voluntold. It's that yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the old it's like the old management thing. You know, you praise in public and you punish in private. Right. And you don't <laughs> I'll give you another hint. We're all adults here. We don't punish each other. That is what you do to children. You do not punish. What you do is you reach out and help and try to figure out a middle ground and try to basically lend a hand or come to a solution. Yeah, and if you're, there isn't one, then you move on without malice. I mean, right. it's, I, I, I'm a big believer that malice ought to only be a response to malice, and even then, probably not often. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so, all right. Well, anyways, we are going to, for real, wrap this one up here. No, bro, don't worry. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great week and great games, and we will catch you next time. This has been a production of Hear the Booth, copyright 2019. Listeners are free to use this episode in any non-commercial endeavor so long as credit is provided to feartheboot.com. You can find previous episodes and other resources at feartheboot.com. Fear the Boot is also a member of the RPG Academy network of shows. You can find other great shows in this network at therpgacademy.com slash network.